Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Recording started. In you worthy his praise. Share, continually his praise. Share, continually be in my mouth. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. Again, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for another day in the land of the living. Thank you, Father, for food, clothing, shelter, a roof overhead, a floor under feet. Father, you have been good to us. We appreciate you. We love you. We need you. We cannot do anything without you. Father, regrettably, again, we must ask that you must that you will forgive us of our sins that we have grievously committed against you in either thought, word, or deed. And we humbly ask, Father that you continue to lead us, continue to guide us to the place you have prepared for us. As we study, Father, to show ourselves approved unto you, we pray that you will speak to us, through us and for us, that we may better know, understand, and do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you, Father, for your mercy Thank you, Father, for your grace. Thank you, Father, for your patient, long-suffering with us. We have not obtained it all yet, Father. We have not been made perfect. But, Father, give us the will to press on, to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of us. Father, do these things for us, we pray. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name, we have prayed. Let God's people say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior our strength and our redeemer for those of you worshiping with us for the first time i am apostle robert bryant pastor of the christian center church worldwide headquarters here in kinston north carolina usa and i'd like to welcome you to another edition of living the word place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over 
the world. We do thank God for this, another opportunity to come together to worship him, to praise him, to exalt him, and to study his holy scripture that we may grow stronger in him and in his mighty power. Saints, if you would turn with me to the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verse 16. The prophet Elisha says to his servant, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. We are still working from our theme, children of God, the fear of man, the fear of man. Again, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, and our Redeemer. Heavenly Father, we ask that you speak to us speak through us and speak for us that your people may be blessed in the four corners of the earth again father we ask that you forgive us of our sins and our iniquities that your mercies be renewed each day speak to us father as we share your word with your people that someone may be edified, encouraged, uplifted, and blessed, that your name may be glorified, honored, and praised. These and all other blessings we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Fear of man. As we conclude this series regarding the fear of man, we thank God for so many words of inspiration, words of encouragement, even words of rebuke that the Lord has shared with us. Um, for those of you that have not uh, heard this series, I encourage you to go back and listen as I know the Lord has something to share that will be a blessing in your life. We find ourselves looking at Elisha, the prophet, who walked in a double portion of the spirit of Elijah, great and mighty man of God, that like so many men and women of God in their day, he was opposed by kings, opposed by army officials, opposed by religious leaders of his day. But as we look at our select scriptures in 2 Kings chapter 6, Elisha found himself 
uh, revealing the secrets of the king of Aram. King of Aram was planning to do all kinds of terrible things to the people of Israel, but God was revealing to the prophet just what this wicked king was planning in his bedroom. And I'm here to announce today that God is doing the same thing with his prophets and his prophetesses. Government officials may have all kinds of wicked and nefarious plans for God's people, but God has his true spokesmen and true spokeswomen who, no matter how secret they try to make it, no matter how they try to cover it, God will reveal the truth to his people, just as he did with the prophet Elisha thousands of years ago. The king of Aram was planning all sorts of mischief and Elisha would reveal it to the king of Israel and look at verse 10. And when the king of Israel would go and check on the place indicated by the man of God, time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. In other words, Elisha let him know just what this wicked king of Aram was trying to plan and trying to plot. Now, this enraged the king of Aram, he summoned his officers and demanded of them, tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel. None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers, but Elisha the prophet. Understand, my brother, understand, my sister, we couldn't hide anything from God's prophets and prophetesses if we tried. Because what God's prophets and what God's prophetesses are speaking are the very words of the true and living God. And since nothing can be hidden from God, whatever God wants his prophets and prophetesses to know about you or to know about me, it cannot be hidden. The king of Aram was trying to do his thing secretly and keep it hidden and surprise the king of Israel. But God's prophet receiving words from God regarding what the king of Aram was doing and trying to do, he couldn't hide it. There's nothing in all creation, my brothers and my sisters, that is hidden from the eyesight of God. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of whom we must give an account. So understand, my brother and my sister, there's nothing that you and I are doing, nothing that you and I are saying, nothing that you and I are thinking that is hidden from 
the eyesight of our God. So, so you say, Apostle, why is this important? It is important because we might as well just come clean. You know, the Bible speaks of how that uh, God desires truth from our inner parts. Just go on and tell God the truth, no matter how pretty or how ugly, no matter how right or how wrong. Just go and be honest with God. We can, because we can't hide anything from Him anyway, any more than the King of Abraham was able to hide from God's prophets or hide from God his plans against the nation of Israel. Well, the king wants to find the prophet. Look at verse 13. And the king said, go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send men and capture them. Well, here is where the king was foolish. And here is where you and I are foolish today. Now, the king of Aram had just been planning and plotting to set ambushes and set traps for the king of Israel. And God would show it to the prophet Elisha exactly where and exactly when he was trying to set up these ambushes. Now he's trying to send an ambush to capture the prophet. But why he doesn't think that the prophet will see this and know this as well is beyond me. In other words, if God can show the prophet the ambushes and, and the sneak attacks that he was trying to launch against the king of Israel, why wouldn't God show the prophet the sneak attacks that the king of Aram was trying to launch against the prophet himself? He wanted to send men and capture him. Why didn't he think this man of God will know this too? Now, this man of God knew all of my other evil plans. Why wouldn't this man of God know this evil plan as well? Bible says the report came back. He's in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Now, again, the plan was to go by night so that it would be a sneak attack, so that it would be done in secret. But as I shared with you all earlier, nothing in all creation is hidden from the eyesight of God. The same way God showed the prophet what uh, the king of Aram was trying to do against the king of Israel, God could show the prophet what the king of Aram was planning to do against him. Now, now God even took it a step further this time. See, because they went by night. King of Aram's men went by night, surrounded the city, thought they had the prophet just where they wanted him. And the Bible says in verse 15 that when the servant of the man of God got up and went out early in the morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. And the servant said, 
excuse me. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? Now, we are concluding our message this morning, fear of man. This servant was experiencing a fear of man. Now, the Lord is dealing with me in my spirit now. And he says, Robert, a fear of man is always a result of ignorance. Whether it's in you, whether it's in me, when we are afraid of man as children of God, it is always a result of ignorance. Some of you are saying, Apostle, what do you mean by that? Well, as we look at the servant of the man of God who has gone out early in the morning and he sees an army with horses, he sees an army with chariots, we see them surrounding the city and he becomes afraid. Afraid of what? He is afraid of what he sees, but what he doesn't realize that it's what he doesn't see that is more powerful. The same is true in your life. The same is true in my life. Sometimes we become afraid by what we see. But God wants us to realize that what we don't see is even more powerful than what we do see. All right. Now we're going to continue and you're going to see what the spirit of God is sharing with us today. The, The servant becomes afraid. He sees an army. He sees horses. He sees chariots that surround the city. That is as far as his knowledge, as far as his understanding, as far as his reality is at this point. We are surrounded by horses. We are surrounded by chariots. The city is surrounded. That's that's all he knows. Now you say, Apostle, what is ignorance? Ignorance is when you and I don't know something. We're all ignorant to something, you know. If we can't work on cars, then we are ignorant to to a car working on cars. If we don't know the word of God, then we are ignorant to the word of God. We are all ignorant to something. One of the things that God is teaching me, the older I'm getting is just as we are all ignorant of something, we are all knowledgeable of something. Let individuals that are knowledgeable in their thing do their thing. You try to get me to work on a car engine, I will mess your car up completely. Why? Because I have a lot of ignorance regarding a car engine and how it works. Now, you get me in the word of God, I can, I can share some things with you. Why? Because that is something God has given me a little knowledge, a little understanding, and a little wisdom in regards to. This, the, the servant was ignorant to what was going on in supernatural realms. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, is that we won't be ignorant concerning what is going on in supernatural realms. We may be ignorant regarding car engines, or we may be ignorant 
regarding calculus or we may be ignorant regarding some some other things but may we not be ignorant regarding what is going on in supernatural realms this is why god wants us to study on a daily basis and he wants us to to uh to get deep in his word because what he will begin to do is reveal to us what is happening in the supernatural realm now uh, fear of man we're still talking about fear of man because of this fear of man the servant is worried the servant is uh, upset the servant is stressed but as we look at the prophet elisha the prophet says here in verse 16 don't be afraid in other words the prophet is cool the prophet is calm and the prophet is collected. Well, what is the difference? The prophet has a knowledge that the servant does not have. Some people will have a knowledge that others will not have. And and though it may be the same situation facing them both, the, the, same, the individuals that have a knowledge of what's going on in supernatural realm, will be cool, calm, and collected, whereas the individuals that don't have a knowledge of what's going on in supernatural realms will not be cool. They will not be calm. They will not be collected. They will be worried. They will be upset. They will be stressed. The prophets don't be afraid. See, they are both in the same situation, surrounded by the Aramean army prophet is cool calm and collected the servant is worried nervous and upset what is the difference knowledge the prophet knew some things that the servant did not know see there are some people that know some things that you and i don't know so even though the same situation we may find ourselves in the ones that know are not worried. The ones that don't know are worried, just as the servant was in our account. And just as the prophet was in our account, we are reading today. The prophet said, don't be afraid. The prophet answered. And you say, well, Apostle, why was the prophet so sure and so confident and, and, and so uh, unworthy? Because he knew some things. See, see, this is part of the reason why we come every day like this to study God's word so that God can share more of his knowledge, more of his understanding, more of his wisdom with us so we don't have to be afraid. See, when you are ignorant, you'll be afraid of all sorts of things. When you're ignorant, you don't know what it is. You don't know what that sound is, what that noise is. What, where, you'll be afraid. You and I will be afraid. The more ignorant we are, oftentimes the more afraid we are. But the more we know, the more we allow God to reveal to us and to show us and to teach and to tell us, then that ignorance will have to go. And oftentimes when ignorance goes, so does fear. 
talking about the fear of man. It's a result of ignorance. See? It's the result of ignorance. You and I will often be afraid because we don't know. A lot of people are afraid of death. Why? Because they don't know. They don't know whether they're going to heaven. They don't know whether they're going to hell. They don't know what, what's in the next life. But as we study God's word, we know that to live is Christ. See, see if, if you and I living is Christ, then we can, we can look forward to death because we understand the word that says death is gain. For us to live as Christians is Christ. And for us to die is gain. Now, does that mean we are perfect? No. Does that mean that we are without sin? No. Does that? But for us as children of God, what have we done? We have confessed with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead. And the Bible says, never mind Apostle Brian, never mind this pastor, this preacher. The Bible says, God has said, we shall be saved. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Get to know as much of God's word as you possibly can. God's word is the antidote to ignorance. See, we're ignorant. Ignorant just means we don't know. Well, God's word is the antidote. God will put us in the know. See, when we study God's word and we hear from God and we seek God's face, God will let us know because God is a good father. Good father lets his son or his daughter know. A good father, a good father or a good mother will let their children know about the, the harm of drugs. A good father or a good mother will let their children know the dangers of driving too fast. A good father or a good mother will let their children know uh, what will happen to their teeth if they eat too much candy. A good father or a good mother, because they love their children, will let them know. Well, understand God is the best father that we can imagine. And what God is constantly trying to do with you and with me is to let us know. This is why he had his apostles speaking to his people every day when the church was first established. His church was not established with people meeting on Sundays only. The church was established in the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 46. Check it out if you have an opportunity. Every day, they or the people of God continued to meet together in the temple court. They didn't just meet on Sunday. They didn't just meet on Saturday. They didn't just meet Bible study on Wednesday night. Every day, these children of God said, we need to hear from God every day. We need a word from God every day. And this is why I praise God for some of you that are in here and worshiping under the apostles' doctrine every day. Not that I'm perfect, but the one we serving is. See, some of us get confused. You know, uh, Apostle Brian, uh, he's not perfect. I know, of course he's not, any more than you are. But the one that we serve is perfect. 
the one that we are following, which is Jesus Christ, is perfect. See, Paul said it like this. Paul said, not that I have already obtained all of this. In other words, Paul said, look, I'm not perfect. But that doesn't mean that God can't use me to share his word and to share his will with his people. Paul said, I'm not perfect. I haven't obtained all of this. I haven't already been made perfect. But this one thing I do. Paul says, I'm pressing on to take hold of that, which is perfection, for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Paul said, I'm pressing on to, to be perfect. Paul says, I'm not, but I'm pressing to be. My encouragement to you, my encouragement to me, we're not perfect, but may we press on to be perfect in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Well, children of God, Prophet said, don't be afraid. Prophet said, we don't, we don't need the fear of men in this encounter. And the prophet said, I, I, I understand why this fear is manifesting. Prophet said, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Then he said, look, let me give you a word from God that will hopefully calm your fears. My prayer for you all is that I'm sharing a word from, from God with you all that will calm your fears in these last and perilous times that we are living in. Prophet said thousands of years ago, he said, look, you know, he, he understood what was going on. The servant had looked at the situation in the natural, but the prophet saw the situation in the spiritual. So the prophet answered and said, look, those who are with us, are more than those who are with them. And I want to encourage you today, child of God, that those who are with us as children of God, those who are with us as people of God are more than those who are with our enemies, are more than those who are with uh, the unsaved men and unsaved women. Those who are with us are more. We might not be able to see them in the natural as the servant. He couldn't see this in the natural. What he saw in the natural was the Aramean army surrounding the city, horses and chariots. And the prophet said, look, what you need is a deeper sight. If you think that those who are with evil men and women are more than those who are with us, as righteous men and women, then you need an adjustment to your sight just as the servant needed an adjustment to his sight thousands of years ago. The prophet wasn't worried about anything. Prophet wasn't nervous. Prophet wasn't anxious. Prophet wasn't panicked. Why? Because the prophet knew that there were some things going on in the spiritual, in the supernatural realm that the servant didn't see. See, and this is why sometimes you see children of God that are worried and, and, and panicking and, and worried about it. No, no, I'm not worried about, worried about my enemies, worried about evil men and evil women and what they're going to do and what they're going to say. Why? Because those who are with us, thank you, Holy Spirit, are more than those who are with them. Not not saying that there aren't some forces 
arrayed against us, you know, but the forces that are arrayed against us are no match with no match to the forces that are with us. We have the victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Prophet said those who are with us. See, you need to know who you are with and you need to know who is with you. Prophet said those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed. See, this is this is something that, that can can stop a whole lot of unnecessary stress, a lot of unnecessary worry and unnecessary, you know, Elisha prayed. Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. See, Elisha said, look, I'm seeing pretty clear, clear, but he needs to have his eyes open so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. In other words, the servant was now able to say, now I understand why the man of God is not worried. Now I understand why the man of God it's so calm. Now the, the, the servant said, now I understand. My prayer for you. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. May God open our eyes so that we can see what God has going in the supernatural. Oh, we can see what governments are doing and what man-made armies and navies and air forces and marines are doing. But can we see what God is doing? See, God has this whole situation. Our Corona plague must be vaccinated. Uh, God has this whole situation surrounded. Just as he had Elisha and the servant surrounded thousands of years ago, God has us as his children today surrounded. Even though the enemy was real and the enemy was coming and the enemy, all these things were true. You know, look at it, look at it, look at what the Bible says. Now, Bible says, as the enemy came down toward him and the enemy was still coming even though because see just because you and i now may have a revelation of what god has going on in the supernatural realm well that does not mean that our enemies have a revelation of what's going on in the supernatural realm elisha and his servant saw that they were surrounded by chariots of fire that they had divine protection supernatural perfection protection well, that didn't stop the enemy. The Bible says as the enemy came down toward him. So understand, my brother, and understand, my sister, the enemy may be still trying to launch an attack against us, even though we realize a much powerful, much more powerful force is, uh, is surrounding them and protecting us. The Bible says as the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed. 
to the Lord. Strike this army with blindness. So God struck the, iron, the, the, the army with blindness as Elijah had asked. Elijah told them, this is not the road and this is not the city. Follow me and I will lead you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to Samaria. Blind troops, blind army planning to come and attack the man of God, trying to come and trying to destabilize the man of God. And they came and got themselves destabilized. Look, I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. I don't know who I'm talking to. God said, touch not as anointed and do his prophets no harm. They were coming to try and destabilize the man of God. And in the midst of their coming to try and destabilize the man of God, they got themselves destabilized. You better, you better watch yourself out there. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to today. You come out better leaving God's servant alone. God said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Are my prophets perfect? God said, no. Are my prophets without sin? God said, no. But God says, you better not touch him. You better touch not my anointed. You better do my prophets no harm. These Aramean soldiers were coming all dressed up with weapons and horses and chariots to destabilize, to do some damage to the man of God. But what they did for their trouble was ended up blind. But leave God's people alone. Leave God's servants alone. Find somebody else to play with. That's what they used to tell us as little children. You know, we want maybe want to play with adults or something, be as little children. Adults would tell us, find somebody else to play with. You and I, you know, but find somebody else to play with. These soldiers came and marched out boldly, marched out with confidence. Now they're blind. They have to be led by the very one they were trying to come out and destabilize. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Fear of man. Well, children of God, that is going to conclude this series on the fear of man. We pray that you have been blessed. Again, if you have not heard um the series in its entirety, I encourage you to go back and uh, listen as God has shared so many insightful and powerful revelations with us. A uh, number of saints I'm seeing on, on different social medias are downloading and, and going uh, back and, and listening. Um, remember, children of God, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And then without faith, it is impossible for us to please God. So without hearing, we can't please God. 
Because without faith, we can't please God. Well, how do we get faith? Faith comes by hearing. So then God is sitting back saying, without hearing. If we don't hear God, we can't please God. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we hear God, develop our faith, and may we please God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We got to hear. We got to hear our creator. If we want the fear to go down in our life, we got to hear God. God's voice, God's wisdom, God's power will work in your life and my life to counteract fear. See, but we have to hear God. We don't want to hear God. What we're saying then is we want the level of fear to be up in our life. But as we hear God, our faith comes up on the other side and our fear goes down. That is my prayer for you. That is my prayer for me in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Well, children of God, as my bishop used to say 40 plus years ago, that's the message. That's the message. Fear of man proved to be a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord, I encourage you, trust in the Lord. Trust this trust in the Lord will be kept safe. Especially in these turbulent times where the Antichrist is positioning himself and positioning the world and so many people are deceived. Whoever trusts in the Lord will be kept safe. If you and I want to be kept safe in these perilous times that we find ourselves living in, we better trust in the Lord. Now, hear what God is saying to the church in these last and evil days. All kinds of things are going on in the world. All kinds of things are going on with unsaved men and women well we want to hear what god has to say to the church what god has to say to his people in these last and evil days fear of man god does not want us to do that see the bible says the fear of man will prove to be a snare but fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. See, man wants you to fear him, which is a trap or a snare. God wants you to fear him, reverent, a reverent fear, which is the beginning of wisdom. Now, the question for you and the question for me is which one are we going to fear? We're going to fear man which in the end will be a trap, Proverbs tells us, or a snare. Proverbs says fear of man will prove to be a snare. Or will we fear God, which will get us started on the wisdom? And the Bible says that wisdom is supreme. So when we fear God, we are on the road to wisdom 
and wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is the high, the best thing you and I can do as far as God is concerned is wisdom. There's nothing you and I can do that is more pleasing to our creator than for you and I to act in godly wisdom. When we're operating in the flesh, when we're operating in the in fear, we operate in God is not pleased. But when you and I operate in godly wisdom, we put a smile on our creator's face. God is pleased with you and God is pleased with me. So I encourage you, my brother, I encourage you, my sister, may we operate in godly wisdom that we might please our heavenly father and that in turn he might please us bible says if we delight ourselves in the lord he will give us the desires of our heart in other words we delight ourselves or we please god and god will will please us and give us the things that please us simple very simple well we thank God for this series, The Fear of Man. We understand it's a snare. We understand that it's a trap. We understand that the fear of man will lead us into other sins. We, we so many great and powerful revelation that the Lord has uh, revealed to us through this uh, through this topic, we will see what God has in store for us moving forward. We'll see what his word is um, for our next series. Uh, for those of you that want to be a blessing to the ministry, feel free to go to our church website and um, um, be a blessing as the Lord leads you. This is Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA, signing up. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. Oh, Lord, you've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me. I just want to thank you. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.